0: Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 Ja,
1: glad to be back. I am always surprised every week you have me back. Thank you.
0: No problem. Bob, you are under contractual obligation. Don't be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) We're also here with Josh Kender, also known as Kender.
2: Yo, yo, yo. You know who it is. It's your boy, Skinny Penis.
0: And also, we have a guest today, uh, Ben Guyton, the Duda buys and project manager for prepare, Prepare to Attack.
3: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, insert catchphrase here. Still in progress. Yeah.
0: I am Captain yeah. Dickhead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, we are recording on September 24th for release on September 25th. Oh, God, no, this is September 4th. I am in the future. Sorry, people.
2: We're i are in 2018. He's in 2030. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, we are recording on September 4th for release on September 5th. This is episode number. 124 uh, got a couple things to talk about not much news going on in overwatch but does that we, we don't give a fuck it does not matter we do shows every week we are professionals at making shows out of non-news so we're going to talk about <laughs> the uh, season 12 opener uh you know how you know what's been what we've been seeing so far with season 12 starting on friday we're also going to talk about the healer meta it's been a few weeks since uh i think it was patch 1.2.7 uh, yes, 1.2.7 came out, and we're going to talk about what we've been seeing with the Healer meta. And we're also going to talk about you know the effect that Hammond has had in the tank meta. Before we get into all that, I would like to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. You know, Thank you very much for taking the time to check out Watchpoint Radio. Uh, we do talk about Overwatch news and competitive and some esports, but the focus of this show is the community and the state of the game. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you can keep up with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash radio, and we would love to have you join us on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. And uh, for the people returning, thanks a lot for coming back and listening to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, whether this is your you know, first real listen or second real listen or your 123rd real listen. Thank you very much for you know coming back and hanging out with us. Uh, no new Twitch subscribers. Actually, that might be a lie. That might be a lie. Yes, it is a lie because Priest Drago is a new Twitch subscriber. Thank you very much for subscribing to us, Priest. Appreciate it. Uh, we Thank do have you, one Priest. New... Priest is a good friend, and I haven't talked to you in a while. So hit me up, brother. Him yeah. out. And we do have uh, one new patron, Hunter Lawrence. Thank you very much for you know contributing to the show uh we really do appreciate it thanks Excuse me one lot. new patron i'm offended well kinder you are on the show <laughs> i wasn't gonna talk about it but okay kinder also became a patron happy now got your gold star feeling special
2: i'm one of the top contributors thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> that is true i will give you that <laughs> feels good to pay yourself Yes, right. yes. I'm not seeing any money from
0: this. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. He's not. I can <laughs> to confirm. To no <laughs> no, no, Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to stop the hemorrhaging, that's all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No community feedback this week. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Um, last week was actually pretty busy for me and I I knew there were some communications that had come to like Twitter and uh some other places, but I really didn't get a chance to organize it. So, I'm really sorry. I'm going to maybe try to get something together for next week but I wasn't able to organize community feedback this week. Uh, before we get into our main topics, uh, which, I mean, I don't really think we can go too deep into it without getting to our first topic, but, we're, you know, how was everybody's week in Overwatch over the past week?
1: Bob, did you hey, play anybody?
4: Anybody? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I placed on one of my accounts. I was going to do my placements today, but I ended up having a bunch of job stuff come up, and... I'm not going to place on my main until I can play during the day. Just not going to do it like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's the sweet spot. But I placed. Uh, I placed by alt 2700s. We went like three and seven, and then we won one game after that, or maybe we went four and six, and then lost one game after that. I don't know. It was it was it was a pretty rough weekend uh, as far as as far as competitive play went.
2: Right, and uh, John, ja and I, and a bunch of other people. Sorry, I forget who all was there. Uh, I know Geo was there. Um, who else was there? Fozzie was there. Fozzie yeah, Jester, he was there. Yeah, I came in after
1: my horrible night to <laughs> hear about your all's ho- horrible ish <laughs> same night.
2: Yeah, it was. I think it was a lot more horrible for everybody else except for John ja and I because they were on their mains <laughs> and we weren't to be fair i think both of us actually placed our uh alt accounts right where we wanted to place them, uh which was mid high gold <laughs> but uh yeah yeah it didn't work out so well for the guys we were playing with not that we weren't trying uh, we were we were very much right. trying
0: right exactly we'll get into we'll get into that in a little bit like right, because not like we were like oh fuck it <laughs> my my mains a diamond bro <laughs> it wasn't one of those situations that's masters player <laughs> yeah uh dude how about you? you you play a little overwatch this week uh not too much
3: um i went through a little over half of my placements on my lower account which has now been my healer account so i'm trying not to play tank on it um it fell after not playing for a couple seasons so it feels like a good spot to learn some Ana and Zen right now, but uh, yeah, half my placements done. Some tough games down there in that Elo though. It is uh pretty interesting to say to say the least. Down there Absol- in that Elo,
0: absolutely. Like I mean, <laughs> actually, you know, uh, I besides yeah, besides playing like you know comp, that's really the only Overwatch I ended up playing. I didn't do anything extra. Um Actually last week did we talk about the Diva Nuka Cola thing or did we miss that? Uh it came we out after.
2: Brought it up but it was like at the end of the show. Uh we were right. like we'll talk about it next time or something like that.
0: Yeah, like I I did a couple of quick play games to, you know, get into that and I, I I think I only played like 3 or 4 or something like that and I ended up finishing that out uh on uh or in competitive uh with the wins instead. But um I do I do think the skin is cool, but the, the on the character that I have right now, I already have a cooler diva skin. I'm like, oh that was kind of a waste. But eh, whatever. <laughs> it, it'll be fine. Yeah, but um no, I mean like my week in Overwatch, I've had it feels like I've had two different weeks in Overwatch. And I mean at this point, let's just go ahead and get into the first topic, the season twelve opener. Uh because I've had two experiences, right? Like so like Kendra said uh, For me, yeah, uh, you know, and him, we played, I think it was Saturday night, or, or was it Friday night? I can't remember. No, it wasn't Friday night, because was, I was, oh, yeah,
1: it wasn't Friday night? No, it was Saturday night. Saturday night, for sure,
0: because Friday night, I was. No, it couldn't have been Saturday night, because I was not home, so it had to be Sunday. Was it Sunday?
1: Yeah, Sunday, because because Monday was the holiday, yep. But on You're top Saturday, of that, like, remember, yeah. remember,
0: Kendra, I was playing Doom on stream and then and you came into yeah, the chat that's, and that's right. how we and then we talked you know, about we the, yeah i got you got you got you yeah so that was that was actually sunday night uh we started playing and you know we we were playing on our alt accounts uh to get them placed and those accounts are are, are low right um and <laughs> they're not low jaw they're gold they're average <laughs> Okay. So they're average. Yeah, <laughs> they're normie and bronze would be low. They're 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 normie accounts. Yep. <laughs> but the um yeah, so they like that, that's where I kinda wanna keep that account, which I did change the name of it from Church of Ja. Um mm-hmm. I wanna keep that account because it's a it's a practice account for me, essentially. I try to help people who are maybe stuck in silver. Uh, or or a lower elo to try to help them up i mean i'm not going to carry them that's i'm just that's i don't want to do that because i don't want to bring somebody who shouldn't be into an elo into an elo but i will say okay well what do you want to play and then i will try to you know counteract that or work with that and then we can work together um but yeah though that account for me i really don't want it getting too high because then i can't do that i mean if it's a practice account and i do well that's fine but then on top of that i do feel a little bad because i'm so my Sugar Bear account uh, used to be my practice account, right? And what was happening is that I was actually getting – I would get good at a character, and I would just keep winning with them. And then I switched to somebody else. Like, you know, I there was one, at one point I had was like 2,800 or 2,850 with Zen, and I'm like, okay, well, now I want to practice uh, Sombra. Nah, I, I don't play at twenty eight hundred. <laughs> you know, somber, so it wasn't really working. Um, but yeah, that's what yeah, we that's call what I throwing. Like... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I was trying. I was trying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. But now, I, 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 I do try to keep you know my my practice accounts in in gold. I can at least play characters I'm not good at at a gold level. So it's all good. But yeah, that experience, like we played with uh, some listeners, like we played with Maggie. Uh we played with Jester. We played with Geo. Gio brought a friend. Uh then we Gio uh, has friends? Gio has friends. Oh, he has friends yeah, I think, she thought, I think <laughs> she thought that we sucked. I think we she thought that we sucked, and that's why she left, but I don't know. She just uh, had to go. She's <laughs> not what wrong it does. though, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Later right, on. we, we picked actually, up a new girl anyway. Yeah, yeah. Later on we we did pick up um another um did was she playing heels? Uh, Laura Croft.
2: Yeah, her, her, no, I know her, her name. name was Laura, not Laura. It was Laura Croft, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Laura
1: Croft, and uh, uh, with a U.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but I, she. I think she. I I can't remember what class she was playing, but she was at least like we actually didn't win a single game, but at least she was communicating. She was trying. She was positive. You know, so uh, we, we did we, win
2: a game with her because she was with us during the yeah with the epic Sombra play uh, at the end. Oh
0: right, yeah. So yeah, we like, we did win at least one game, but the rest of the night didn't go that well. But at least she was nice and positive, so we brought her into the group and um, you know helped her out a bit and yeah, so we the, told her about shout the podcast out to the new listener. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully she hears us, Like, give her a shout out on the show. Um. Hopefully you're we we you're able to get your uh, graphics card situation worked out. <laughs> oh yeah. But we did pick a that. new person. But I wanted to mention her by name specifically, because everything else I'm about to say is not good about the other people we played with. <laughs> 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 she was fine, but oh my god, when we were playing like a an, as a four, you know, this constant arguments that there is no Elo hell, and for uh, for for some games, okay, I can believe it. Like games that you know, that Elo everybody were, has
1: the same tools. Like Everybody Call has the same of, tools, but even Duty, Duty, stuff like
0: like like that. Even games that you know you as an individual uh control more of your ELO. Yep. Okay, fine. League of Overwatch legends. Overwatch is so dependent on your teammates. You can play out of your mind, but if you lose, you still lose SR, even you know, even if it's a little bit you know cuz what was happening and to like me like different
1: uh, different heroes have different sr algorithms and so you don't even know what you should be doing for the algorithm to actually give you the proper sr gain or loss right.
0: so it's it's just crazy silly as as like after placements after i got my placements done uh when i was losing sr on average i did i, I on average i only lost 13 sr after placements, but I was still losing SR and we were losing consecutively. That shit adds up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like Overwatch is like super dependent. And I'm, I'm you know, preaching to your choir here, Overwatch is super dependent on your teammates, you know? And between playing that and then playing my solo account, the difference is just night and day. Because my solo account I left it off in the twenty nine hundreds, um, you know, last season. So when I even, when I started placing it, I was kind of like there already. And it's just night and day. Like I, I was dealing with some of the same problems, but being down in that elo, I had like in in the gold elo, um, gives you additional problems of people just not, they just don't believe you when you say things, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) They won't listen to reason. They won't listen to logic because of a lack of knowledge. It's they don't know what they don't know. Actually, I was playing today on my practice account. And some guy told me I sucked because I picked Hammond. Because I picked Hammond, right? Um, And I picked Hammond because I read the situation. I uh, saw that, you know, if I can move these people out the way, off the payload, we'll start moving it. And, you know, I can get behind the back line, all that stuff. So I picked him. I did what I was supposed to do. We ended up uh, pushing even further than because we were stuck for some time. And he was steady trying to tell me, like, oh, it's you. We lost because of you because you picked him. I'm like, dude, in the last, I don't know, like, you know, two minutes of the game, I had my ultimate three times as Hammond. It ain't me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But it's one of those things that you don't know what you don't know. And that's what I think, like, when I make angry posts about Overwatch... Mm -hmm. It's usually because I'm on my practice account. (laughs) It's usually because I play down there I've been finding. Um, And it's just like it's really frustrating to lose because your team, not because you got outplayed, but because your teammates won't listen to good strategy, basic strategy. And, you know, they won't listen to you because you have gold on your name as well. Like, what the fuck do you know? You're down here, too. You know, and they won't listen to you. Um, when I was playing on my solo account, there was a lot more conversation going on. Uh obviously you have stuff like people playing better mechanically, making better choices about their alts and you know, or or their abilities and stuff like that. So that that's always good. But when we would have problems, there was actually some type of discourse, you know, about you know how to fix it a bit, you know, even in high platinum. And then even if we I was like arguing with somebody, right? I can say they can say, "Well, I'm doing fine as Genji." You're like, "Dude, you're not doing fine as Genji because this this is happening, that's happening, that's happening." And I actually, I broke it down for one part. He's like, "You right. and he fixed to it. He switched to a different character that was more effective. You know what I'm saying? So there's more, you know, there's more uh, discourse there, and it's a lot easier to deal with. So you know, when somebody says that Elo hell doesn't exist, like Elo hell is is a bit more than just being stuck in, in an ELO, right? Yeah, it's about the well, people down there. To like Get Actually,
1: for any mm-hmm. listener hearing us say ELO hell and doesn't know what it is, what ELO hell is, is you are not mechanically better. You are at a point where you are strategically better than everybody that you're playing with, and so therefore you're trying to play the quote unquote correct way and it doesn't work because your teammates do not uh do not uh, uh, coordinate with you it was it was a term that was coined in league of legends and it's like once you've educated yourself past the people that you're playing with and then it becomes extremely hard to move up because you're doing the right strategies and no one else is so that's basically a rough
0: explanation of it.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: And, I mean,
0: could, okay. well, so go ahead, Kendra. Sorry, go ahead. I was just
2: going to say, we've, we've talked about this on the show before a few times, actually, and uh, roughly from mid-gold to about mid-plat is the largest concentration of players in Overwatch, or the largest, largest single group. Uh, and it's such a diverse crowd. It's such a huge collaboration of people that are just in that particular elo. Um, that that's just kind of where you get you you it's it's just a roll of the dice there pretty much whereas in like yeah. in the lower elos it, you're either going to get people that are trying to have fun just playing the game uh more cooperative you know if you got a happy team they'll cooperate with you and have fun and listen and uh try to do what they can you know even if they're not mechanically great or if they don't exactly know what to do you know it's still a not a terrible place to be i've played a few <sighs> games with friends in silver And had a lot of fun and played some really good games, actually, with these guys in the lower ELOs. And on the opposite end, you have... Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. I was just going to add to yours and say a happy team is a responsive team. Sorry. Exactly.
2: Uh, And upwards, you know, in, in High Plat, Diamond, and above, people are getting out of that sort of group of just a whole bunch of crappy people and they're finally like, OK, you know, these guys are actually trying to cooperate. They're trying to listen. That's the beginnings of actual teamwork in an attempt to win the game. And then as you get into Masters and grandmasters, that's when it gets seriously competitive. And it all comes down to strategy and mechanics. But that little spot there in between mid-gold and mid-plat, you got all these people there that are trying to come up but they're trying to do it their own way and they're probably pissed off because they're getting shitty teammates too and they're becoming a shitty teammate because they're salty uh i'm guilty of it you're guilty of it everybody's guilty of it at some point or another you've gotten salty as hell after a bad run and just been a shitty team teammate and tried to log dps or something and try to carry your way out and you can't do
1: it amen brother
0: yeah i mean the thing about that elo um you know, in particular that, that set is that you have, there's no trust in the team because right. people have had such bad experiences. So they just go in like, oh, I'm going to have to, that's why everybody interlocks DPS. You know what I'm saying? Everybody install locks DPS because they think that's that's the key to winning the game. You know. Um, Which actually, is funny that,
1: uh, because according to pro pro player sure for
0: DPS has the least impact on the game of anyone.
1: Well, According that's what to we him. talked
0: about that's what we we kind of we touched on that like uh, well actually we've touched on multiple episodes, but just a few weeks ago, how you know the tank is you know tanks are responsible for clearing space and healers are responsible for you know keeping uh everybody up uh, but the DPS can really only do their job when the other two pieces are functioning well
2: right and there's you a know? prime example of that the other night uh because that game that we played where I had the excellent sombra I made it a point to point out that. Uh, it was the team enabling me to perform like that. We had such a good teamwork in that particular game. Uh, And then the very next game, I went Sombra and everything fell apart because I wasn't being enabled. Not to say that I was doing well. I wasn't. I should have switched off Sombra long ago. But our team wasn't coordinated the same way. Uh, I wasn't being enabled by the healers and the tanks weren't creating space. And I was... Fucking up and not switching like I should have you know i I don't want to put it on anybody else because it's not that's not right, but you know you get the idea
1: are you, you have d p s for them to do anything are you finally happy with me charging in <laughs>
2: no, I'm not,
1: <laughs>
2: but I enabled you to charge in when you did. <laughs> right yep,
1: yeah, which like- therefore enabled the d p s like that's why that's what we're right. talking about it's synergy and even fisher probably the best main tank in all of overwatch league if his team wasn't putting resources into him he would not be good and that's just that's just what overwatch is it's a team game
0: and that's the thing about overwatch is like you know a lot of people view each player as their own individual strut right their own individual support system when it's more like, you know, like, I guess you could say like a teepee where the like things kind of like lay on each other. And that's how the the team has to support itself. Like, I've had some games where I just go off as Zen or off as Reinhardt or something like that. Um, and then other games where I can't, you know, other right. games where I have our Farah yelling at me because my shield's not up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I, you know I want to hear what dude has to say about this. Well,
3: yeah. I mean, I think at that area is the biggest problem to me is you have people who they have the mechanical sense to play the game at, at a good level. They don't have the understanding of the actual game and how the strategy works and team comps. So you have someone say you have a couple tanks. They pick uh, Ryan and Zarya. Say last season, for instance, and DPS goes Fair Genji um and the genji's mad that no one's following up with him well no one's going to be able to follow up with you with that kind of comp and that's just and it, at that level people just start yelling at each other and it just kind of goes from there um the whole blame game
0: right? yeah
3: so i mean that's this past week the one i did play i try to like i usually play main tank and i try to shot call so i kind of lead back and play off heels just to kind of observe and see how it happens and no one said a word for about three matches in a row. So I started shot calling a Zen and um, some guy popped in. He said, so this guy thinks he leads the team or something. And, you know, that's the kind of attitude that's you get. Literally and, your role. It's, it's literally the main tank said that. I was like, well, it's your job to call the targets. No one's dying and you need to call the targets. And he goes, well, it's kind of hard when I'm holding a shield and swinging a hammer. What do you expect me to
1: do? Well, I mean, like, that's exactly <laughs> so- what I said. When I was first told, when I first joined the team, the podcasters team, three seasons back, Death Blow told me that I had to call targets as Ryan. I was like, well, I'm used to like, that makes sense as Winston, but I I can't call targets as Ryan, but I found out that I could, but it is definitely, it is a. Like it depends on the team because the off heel or the you know, the Zen can definitely call targets and it oh, absolutely work well, especially with and Discord. The, I mean, it makes sense oh, for yeah. Zen to do it, yeah. And, and I mean, like it can go either way. So, I mean, those two scenarios can work. And pro teams actually, some of them have the like the main tank calling the targets, and some of them have the you, you know, like one of the, the support the supports calling targets it's really well, yeah. rare with that houston DPS, ruckus calls all
3: day it's it's ruckus on the comms the whole time you know yep. so it and definitely with, works with both of them but these with, with this this main tank the Rhine, he didn't say a word and like i said once i asked him to call the targets because I, I had gold damage as zen which worried me <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I knew there were bigger problems than just not calling targets um, but I, I was like, if you just kind of call a target and start walking towards them, the rest of the team will follow. I promise you. Just say the name. Even if it's the wrong person, at least everyone's shooting at the wrong person collectively.
1: Dude, I have so, a question right? for you, though. Mm-hmm. What was your healing when you had that gold damage to Zen? Because we had I play games, play the Zen role <laughs> one time early on in our team. He was in the 99th percentile in Zen damage and Zen kills in the one percentile of zed healing <laughs> so I, did, I didn't check any like
3: third-party sites or anything so it was me and an anna in this game specifically i was then we had an anna and i had gold heals by the end of the game um which again Oof. there were bigger problems than just ryan not calling yeah, targets uh, if really i'm out if i'm outhailing anna and out damaging the whole team um uh, i know why we lost and it was it was a whole collection of things it wasn't right. just one thing but
2: you know i, I will say it. Oh, sorry
3: no I I was done
2: I was I was going to say I will say as well um and I'm personally not at quite the level I need to be with this yet either uh so don't don't think I'm like trying to tell you what to do but um for everybody out there I I think that's the biggest thing that makes a difference between a gold player a platinum player and a diamond player is a gold player doesn't call targets and doesn't encourage calling mm-hmm. targets uh a Platinum player will do it sometimes when they're feeling it, kind of, which is kind of what I do. I forget all the time. And a Diamond player and above will always try to call targets or always try to encourage calling targets. A team that calls a target and focus fires will kill their target every time. You know, if you, if you focus fire literally anything, you focus fire Reinhardt, he's going to die. And that's the biggest problem, I think, the biggest difference between those three tiers, specifically those three tiers.
1: See... Okay, so go back to sure Uh Something he said was: "There's game sense, there's mechanics, and there's what's the third one? Oh my god, this this is gonna drive me nuts. Game sense, mechanics, and
2: probably something like strategy or team call.
1: No communication." no i don't know what it i okay i don't know what the third the third one is it's going to drive me nuts chad if you could help me out but well, what's the gist of it let's the start the gist yeah, of it let's, is let's to get backwards. is to get to g to gm you have to master one of them to get to top 500 you have to master two to get to uh, pro you have to master all three. Oh, sorry positioning, ah, uh, positioning. I yeah. didn't even need you chat. Thanks for nothing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, positioning game sense, and mechanics. You can get to GM just being a master of one. This is, this is, this is, this is what Sureforce says you can get to top 500 mastering two, but to play pro, you have to be a master of all three.
0: I believe so that. Makes I mean, sense. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if if you just concentrate on one of them to start, like just concentrate on one thing and just work on that, and that's, and you got to be in the right sense. role for that
2: too, because you yeah. can't be lacking mechanically <sighs> and play Widowmaker and snipers and things like that. Yes, but you yes. Can, right. Right. But if you have you great game pick... sense, you can play a healer. You know,
1: yeah. Like that's the reason. Like me at my age, I didn't pick tracer to be who I who like who i mastered i took a long time to pick but finally settled in at main tank and have been the most successful i've ever been in my entire overwatch career and mm -hmm. that's just basically playing three different heroes but i play i like i'm not a i'm not one tricking i'm just one tricking a actual set role
0: right yeah and that's and i will say that like you know (sighs) it's tough I mean, what you see in gold a lot are people swapping roles like uh you know switching roles like they'll be a healer and then all of a sudden they're dps without saying anything you know oh, yeah. uh, or the worst is right their
1: made take and then they switch to dps as right exactly <laughs> well one um, thing i see a lot
3: in gold with especially with the lfg tool that's in game now is you'll see a lot of people they'll pick dps and then if their pub- the profile actually is public They don't play any DPS, and so I'm usually the one to say something, be like, "Hey, what DPS do you play?
1: Oh, I can play any character pretty well." And that's oh shit. That could take us. That could take us into a whole other conversation about LFG and what you should be allowed to queue for. Well, no, but I think that's one of the problems you run into
3: with gold. People don't have the mindset of what you just talked about of focusing on a main role and being an expert at that role as main tank. They, they say, Oh, I can play four different characters in each bracket. Well, not yep. well, and not at the same level. You know, you're better and at dude, this than you are at that.
0: So,
1: and to be quite frank, I'm guilty of that for season one through five or six.
0: The reason I'm not too, uh, I don't go too hard on that is because of the smurfing situation in overwatch. Tons right. of people have Smurf. So, for example, I got kicked out of a group because um, I, I, this was like last season. I was trying to move my SR up a bit higher so I could play at a higher tier and get a bit be- better practice at a, at a certain character. And I picked uh, support in LFG and gold. And almost every group I went into kicked me out because my profile is open because they're like, oh, he doesn't play a healer. Until I got into one... And they're about to kick me out. I'm like, this is not my main account. Just let me play and you'll be fine. Well, if you let me Zen at this elo, we're going to win. <laughs> you know, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> we, we went on a six game winning streak <laughs> with me playing Zen. I, tr-
2: I try to never say that, though, because it's very easy for a smurf. I mean, I've, I've been in games back a few seasons ago when I was like hard in gold. Uh, where we would have a master smurf or something like that like definite like verified profile i've seen this man play his master's account uh smurf uh, on our team and we still get wiped even though we have
0: a master's guy in there that's like that's one reason it's such a bad thing it's so hard to carry I'm not saying it was impossible for us to lose. I just made a, a big promise. <laughs> I made a big promise. Could have backfired and they would have kicked me out, but I wouldn't want to play with them anyway because they were losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, 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 I mean, I can see that
1: before the beforehand yeah. talking in LFG. I've just unfortunately learned the hard way that telling people about your main in lower elos is a. Well, fool, I, didn't say, I didn't No, no. What you did in LFG was like completely fine like you basically sold yourself which is what you should do
0: right yeah like that's what, like i like it is pointless to like if you're in a game be like dude listen to me like you know i'm in high plat on my main or i'm in diamond on my main. because so many people say it, they don't believe as you. a master's player yeah exactly like they're just Seals like yeah, like, yeah <laughs> right yeah. everybody is in diamond right nobody believes you so it's like okay whatever but like i said i i had pretty much two different experiences this weekend um Well, the last few days, like one was the gold where, you know, and it's kind of funny with the SR system, right? Because the SR system is supposed to put you where you're supposed to be all the time. Yet I was actually playing characters that I normally play on my higher accounts because we were playing with listeners. You know what I'm saying? The SR system
1: is built to keep you right where you're at. Exactly. (laughs) Regardless of where it's at, like getting like moving up is really hard but i mean like once i was in mid diamond i stayed there easy you know yes. like it's just like it it's built to keep you in the same spot and you have to win like a motherfucker to move out
0: like you have basically have to figure out how to play around like in that in, in the lower elo you gotta like uh, in, in gold you gotta figure out how to play around people now like i said when i was playing my my solo account uh things were going well, right? Uh, I went seven and three on my solo account, but holy shit, it was like the like the amount of stress that that happened was unbelievable. <laughs> um, but I I held it together. So like when I first started, right? I uh, the first four games I went three and one. I won two, lost one, won a fourth, won a third. I'm not exaggerating every single game I got after my fourth match was I was it was a five stack and me every single (laughs) game. Okay, six matches four of those matches were against six stacks. So I'm just kind of like, this is horseshit. Like, <laughs> like this is bullshit. Like, like, I was doing well in my placements, and now Blizzard's trying to throw me these curveballs. This is this thing that they say never, doesn't really happen all that much. Like, I can't even remember the percentage of matches they had. The way they said, well, you know, it's such a low percentage where people only get, you know, a five stack with one. If you're playing solo, generally speaking, you're going to play uh, with other solo players. I was like, they are, they are, they are trying to put their foot on my back. <laughs> no, I <laughs> just like, test yeah.
2: determined that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Because dude, it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating dealing with these five stacks who they try to treat you like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> you're trying to you? give, <laughs> you're trying to
0: give them advice. Like, you know, like we're on the first point of Volskaya. And we can't break through. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're not breaking through because Reinhardt isn't trying to make space. Then you know, you people are leaving the Reinhardt behind. Like, I'm trying to, I'm because like, I'm playing like a support character. I can see what is happening to you Dude. people as you walk in together and die. Or just not to together, you walk back. in together and die.
1: Just to bring what's it that? back to you and Kinder talking about playing four stack. Like, what's the quote? All we got was shitty teammates. Like uh-huh. it's literally. That's why I don't like playing five and four. Are you calling Josh
2: any teammate?
1: No, that's what he just (laughs) said. What I'm saying is everybody blames it on (laughs) the pug. Everybody blames it on the pug, regardless of if it was the pug's fault or not. And that's why I think the five stack is the most, the worst thing you could possibly do. First off, you're probably going to go against a six, and second of off. Everyone on your team is going to try and blame that one dude or dudette.
0: Yeah, I had one game where um, the the uh, we got not we they got shattered and antied because I I and I called it too. I was like Reinhardt has shatter, Reinhardt has shatter, Reinhardt has shatter. Our Reinhardt. Running toward them. <laughs> you run toward him with his shield down. Reinhardt shatters. Anna comes in. Boom. Anti. And then they get wiped. Next voice I hear come across the you know goddamn team chat is like, fucking Zen, you should have fucking ulted. You're fucking terrible, zen Why didn't you ult? And I'm like, dude, you were anti. I'm not gonna waste my ult on you. <laughs> And I said something else too. Like I'm not even going to repeat it on the podcast. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> but like you know, must say that, it was very racist and very dishonorable.
0: <laughs> My mother would not have approved. <laughs> Neither would have his. <laughs> he would his. Uh, I think there was some so,
2: anti-Semitism in there too. Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you know, yeah. So you're right. Like they they you know whenever something was going wrong, they tried to blame me. But like I said, I went. Um, I went seven and three. So even with that being the case, I still won four more games. I, we, I even won a game where there was a, f- um, where the five stack refused to get into team chat. They wouldn't get in team chat. I'm just like, okay, luckily. Um, cause they were actually pretty bad. I thought I honestly thought they were trying to throw because they had a Torb and a Sim that wouldn't switch so that could have been that could have been happening but we still beat the other team. So mechanically I'm assuming they were okay but we it, we, it was by the skin of our teeth and in case you haven't noticed your teeth don't have skin. <laughs> like it was like super close <laughs> when we got the win. So yeah, I went 7 and 3 on that account and I placed um diamond. And um now I'm trying to actually get hard into diamond. Uh, I'm about, yeah, I'm about uh trying to get hard as a diamond. <laughs> yeah, Mike, I'm thirty twelve right now, so uh, Wait, I don't consider what, what 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 did you say? Me? Oh, I'm thirty two. Uh, I'm a uh, diamond. I placed in diamond. He's a star diamond. Is that what? Who? Call- Who? Me? I did. No, no. What account? <laughs> oh, on old. Oh, it's called uh, Sheenja now. Well, the this old is- Sugar Bear account.
1: Yeah, this is the this is a what the. This is a momentous occasion. Like, this is the first <laughs> time you've hit diamond. This is like, congratulations,
0: my friend. Well, thank you. I, I just don't consider myself in a rank until I get at least 100 No, SR I, get that. In that I rank. get that. I get
1: that. I get that. And like, I could never, like, I never got to 3,100 before last season. Remember, I poked into diamond three different times. Like, my. Uh, my thing going into next seasons was like I want to just try and sustain in diamond, but still getting diamond, just hitting that is huge. Good job, no, dude. And that's coming from our Kinder has <laughs> it Kinder has it at Diamond. Not, not
2: on this account. The other account that I fucking lost the password for that Frank has.
1: Oh yeah, know. that other account. <laughs> that yeah. it's it the original or it did happen, bro. It, well, actually it's still screen called. Screenshot it
0: didn't happen. It's called Socopy.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, so, Jock. Kinder, we, we we will get you there.
0: This, yeah, like I, I, this season. Oh, thank you. I'll
2: get myself I, there. I'll solo queue myself there and make it higher out of you. Dude, yeah, you so can
1: I, um, solo queue to master
0: after that. Just like yeah. you need help to get <laughs> to diamond I promise. So yeah, I um last the last season I ended at twenty nine fifty six. And <laughs> yeah, like I'm so yeah, happy for your job. Sorry, dude. I'm trying
1: to keep it contained, man. This oh, is a big you. fucking moment,
0: man. <laughs> Congratulations. Was, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I I know just me mentally. I saw the number and I was happy. And yeah. then almost two seconds after I saw the number, I'm just like, my brain's like, it's not 3,100. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> let, me, let me be happy. <laughs> let me have this brain.
1: Hey, man, you have to, just like you told me when I first started Twitter and I had five followers, you were like five before 500 and I'm at 500 now. So you know what? Nice. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta walk before you can
0: run, and you are, that's true. you
1: were definitely I mean, improving. So that's that's a momentous occasion, man. Congratulations! I'm happy.
0: And like I guess that was my solo account, so it does, it does feel a little bit, a bit better too. On top yeah, of that, it's a
2: little more justified.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, like the at the beginning of last season, that account, um, which what was it called? I, what did I call it before Sugar Bear? I can't remember. It was something else. Um that account big was big chocolate that was it. big chocolate was twenty five hundred at the beginning of the last season so so I took that account nice. from twenty five hundred and twenty oh twenty five hundred to twenty nine fifty six which is why I wasn't too salty at the end of the season when I wasn't diamond you know yep. I was like oh okay it's a, it's in a better place right now you know it'll uh you know i'll I'll get them next time,
3: so you're saying you know. the road to diamond is to turn off your mic and just zone in and frag out.
1: On
0: soyas, yeah. well, I mean, like, <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: I, I, I mean, think, exactly what he's saying. Maybe, like, <laughs> I hit Diamond as Lucio, like, like, the, like the only solo account I've ever hit Diamond with was the when I played Lucio. I forget what season it was, but we talked about it on Watchpoint Radio. But yeah, yeah. It, it was Lucio, and was just killing it on it. I think, though, really episode, the best right. way to hit diamond is to play with a group. After that, it's definitely not a good idea to play with a group. Like, once you're into diamond, playing with a group is pretty rough. Yeah, the, the
0: way you I you're was able playing to get with from, contenders teams at that point, right? The way I was able to get from 2500s to the 2900s, right? Or, like, basically, like a 450 SR increase in a season. And I talked about this, you know, during last season. Is that essentially I had to take control of those teams where I could, right? Like I yep. played, like I played Zen. I was making the calls, you know. Yep, we talked about that. For some reason, I will, I'm, I'm, it's easier for me to remain salt free on that account. And I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> why. Because even as like things are going to shit, I'm like, okay this is what needs to happen. We need to do X, Y, Z. And I'm making the calls with Zen. I played Zen a ton last season, Zen and Brig specifically. That's who I played last season. And between those two, I was able to make those SR gains. So it was like a lot of communication, a lot of trying to stay calm, a lot of, you know, trying, not making sure I don't, uh, uh, you know, tilt or anything like that. So, yeah, that's how yeah, I was yeah, able it to do that. Goes back to
2: what I was saying: the difference between a gold, a platinum, and a diamond player is making those call outs and focus fire.
1: Yep, yeah, a, hap, a happy team is a responsive team. Yeah. Would you say, say playing on, on Zen that has shirt? A, would you say Zen
3: has a calming influence on you? <laughs> <laughs> is that what I it is? Experiencing d- it that does. tranquility,
0: boy. <laughs> I get that fucking tranquility. <laughs> Plus, Zen allows me more so than any other support character right zen allows me to assist my teammates mm-hmm. more in getting kills like if you have shit dps you can make them less shit dps yeah, you can do but a I lot do, of, you I can do a lot of zen from that from that uh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: Keep
2: yourself alive with zen, zen and you're
1: good to go yeah zen i believe in my personal opinion zen the biggest thing for learning zen is positioning and once you get that down you can really really control a fight especially if they're not diving uh
0: well right well actually the funny thing about it right cuz that is my solo account you know I played it solo I got up there but the reason I started playing Zen was because we were playing with the team and yep. that was my position so I was using that account as my practice account to play with the team and I got tired of deathblow saying don't get shot by the Widowmaker. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Don't get shot by the Widowmaker. It's the <laughs> same thing he said <laughs> sure. to
1: me, and it was rough, right? But it made you, <laughs> but it made you better, didn't
0: it? But the thing, this is what I just, like, I just start, took the approach where I'm like, I'm just not going to be in her line of sight. If there's a Widowmaker, I'm going to call her out until you get rid of her. I'm not going out there. Like that, that's basically the approach <laughs> I had to take. And my yep. uh, my death rate with uh, Zenyatta is like super super low. I constantly find myself go like traveling back to spawn as in yada because my remember. team went in and they got wiped i'm like oh god here we go dude. Dude. it's such a slow movement <laughs> death,
1: like death like death blow pisses me off to no end at times but man i have a better player because of the tutelage he has given me and
2: by he means yelling mercil- mercilessly. <laughs> he, no,
1: Deepy doesn't yell. He's a gentle giant. I mean, he really doesn't yell. He just oh wait, I'm, I'm not he talking just about says death it, blow. Yeah, he just says it straight.
0: Yeah, I mean no, he doesn't yell or anything like that. But it's kind of, uh, you know, when you say "don't get yeah. shot by the Widowmaker," Hold it's kind of like who's but, the one you always do arguments I, with, I, Bob? I have a
1: shirt that explains death. That explains death. I'm one okay. of those guys that has a
3: shirt for every situation. Like he Yellow, has a, a he has a closet in his car.
1: Yeah, he
2: has a shirt and uh. a song for every single occasion. This is this how is I the-
1: feel every time I <laughs> tell one of one of my ideas to death, to death blow.
2: You guys have totally gotten into yelling matches before. I've been there.
0: Well, first of all, <laughs> let's remember that this is a podcast, and the shirt says, "For those who can't see it, this just end. You're an idiot." Okay, this just uh-huh. end. Dot dot dot. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, like he, it's um, uh, Deathblow. He like you know he'll say, "Well, don't get shot by Zangata. And Andres will say the same thing. But here's the deal, right? And his uh, you know, um, when I'm trying to deal with players in lower elos or players that don't you know know certain things, you can't just make statements. You kind of have to explain it. If you say, don't get shot by the Widowmaker, well, explain to me how I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And don't get I just shot by the Widowmaker, stance. you idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's see, that, yeah it's, and It's like... It- db it's, and
1: andreas do that really well at least at least they convey it to me really well which most people just are mean and don't actually
0: tell you oh they weren't mean about it when they said it they just didn't explain know, like well i'm like they're not well, how mean. am i supposed to be, <laughs> how am to I supposed be effective yeah how am i supposed to be effective while not being shot by Willmaker, which means i can't be in her line of sight right um so that's why back so to you the, the figured originally, it out that's why i started practicing zen on another account because it's kind of like well i have now i have to figure out how to you know be effective while also not dying so now like, i got i mean don't get me wrong i die as zen but and you're a better player because of it it's awesome yeah, yeah. like usually you know when i first winning, started playing zen winning first fueled I, by tiger blood when i first started playing zen it's like oh my god here comes again he comes a tracer now i i, I don't want to say i don't give a fuck. But it's kind of like, okay, come on, let's see what, let's see how good of a Gen- Genji or a Tracer you are before I call you out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it, it it was kind of like because
1: I started in the podcaster six uh, six deck, DB was going to be the main tank and I was the Zen, and we went to the Omnic Lab game night and played for the first time together, Oof. and I got dove by freaking. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking on his name? uh, uh Okay. I don't know. Diva. I got. Uh, yeah, I was just getting beat up. And he's like, that's just kind of what happens to Zens. And he's a master Zen and has been for a long time. And I was like, that can't be how it is. Like, they, like you guys <laughs> have to come back and peel. He's like, if people can, yeah. But most of the time, no. I was just like, this is your life. Well, this now. sucks. <laughs> hey, John, do you want to join our team? <laughs> we need a Yada. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what really <laughs> Well, that's happened. actually but, what happened.
0: But, but
2: yeah, that, that is what
0: happened. literally what <laughs> happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I took over main take before I asked you to come over. It's not like I just gave you the Zen, the Zed roll, because I really wanted to do the, the um, Zed roll, but everything seems to work out. I got the Bastards, you got the Diamond. Oh, my God.
2: I will say yep. I am glad you went on main tank, though, because you and I especially had a lot of synergy that first yes, season we did the six-pack. we six definitely pack,
1: did. That, yes. that taught
2: me a lot about the game, just that synergy <laughs> just between the two of us in particular. Yeah, You know, not blowing off the rest of the team because I learned yeah, a lot Yeah, even them.
1: when we first started, we were doing dive, and you and I were trying to coordinate dives as yeah, D.Va and Monkey, and, like, and then we <laughs> changed into the Brigitte. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've lived a lot together.
0: Yeah. Um, but like, there's one thing I do want to touch before we move away from season 12 opener, and this is actually I wish I re- I still have a tweet um, that I I read this from, but I I forgot to like clip it or uh, save it. Uh, but there was a high ranking player. He actually placed in top 50. He placed in top 50 uh, after like you know did does 10 games. Bam he's in top 50, and he's complaining that. You know, there's no fun in the game for him when you place in top 50. He's pretty much as high as he's going to go in terms of SR and, you know, placement and stuff like that. And I think that it's a good point for discussion because it once again shows the discrepancy between what the SR is supposed to be or what competitive system that we have is supposed to be versus what the community actually wants. And we've talked, I've said it several times. The community wants a ladder the SR system by the mouth of Jeff Kaplan is only designed to put you into competitive matches with people of the same skill. That's what it's supposed to do. It's not supposed to be a ladder. And now we have people at the highest ranks that are like, they obviously like overwatch a lot. I mean, they're at the highest ranks. They put time into the game uh, and they've mastered it to a degree, you know, that really feel like they can't go anywhere else. Now, the reality of the situation, in my opinion, right? If you're that good at Overwatch, I know if I was that good at Overwatch, right? I would no longer be looking to systems that was created by Blizzard for me to play. I would actually be looking to the community, to the competitive community of looking for competitive communities joining teams and doing scrimmages versus other teams, uh, joining leagues if possible with those teams, joining, and that is how. Pro- Yeah, that's what the pros do. That's that's how I would go about keeping Overwatch fun for me. Not everybody has aspirations of going to Overwatch League or even contenders or something like that. Not everybody wants to make, um, dedicate that much time to it. But at the same time, there are people good enough. Like there are people good enough to be in those situations that don't want to be in those situations. Right? It just doesn't pay off for them. Um. So that's why I would. The thing is, I don't play i don't play overwatch at the highest levels i don't keep up with the community at that level like you know top 50 like you know i don't so i don't know what communities out there that have teams or what leagues besides what blizzard provides are out there but if you know he's complaining about this i'm gonna assume that there's not much or maybe it's not appealing enough for him uh or maybe i I could be wrong you know Or maybe he just doesn't know
1: where to go. The path to pro system is a little bit confusing.
0: Right. But that's the thing. Like, that's what I'm talking about. There needs to be, there should be a system outside of path to pro because what if you don't want to do the path to pro because it's not worth it for you, right? If you are, um, you know, let's say 30 playing Overwatch, and you are top 50, like, you know, I'm just making something up here, right? And you're, But the thing is, like, at this point in your life, you've already built up a career. You might already be making good money. You might be pulling $150,000 a year, $200,000 a year at your current job. There is no reason. It's, it would not be appealing for me uh, or for uh, you know, those people to actually try to go Path of Like you know, Even me, right? Even if I was to, even if I could get into Contenders, you know, fuck that. Even if I could get into Overwatch League with the salary that I make because of, you know, the fact that I've just spent the last 12 years and a career because of the salary I make, going to Overwatch League would be, like, it doesn't make sense for me to do that. But yet, I'd still want to play Overwatch at a high level with people. You know, so there's there's a lot of people I'm assuming like that because there's a ton of people who actually play Overwatch. Going pro isn't for everybody. Um, So that's why I would well, let me put it like this. In the past, the community would usually make systems, like, for example, Counter-Strike, right? With Counter-Strike, with, with, uh, well, actually, any version of Counter-Strike. Um, there was, um, up until, uh, what, 2008 or 2009, there was Cal. There was, you know, Cyber Athlete Amateur League, which was the, um, amateur version of cpl which is cyber athlete professional league if you wanted to go pro and make money making that way you you could just you know you could aim for cpl however there were a bunch of teams in what was called cal invite they were top tier players best of the best but it was still you know an amateur team technically speaking because they weren't in the cpl right um so you had an avenue for you to play very high level counter strike but not necessarily have to go path to pro on it let's say you know um the, i i think a lot of people wrote because of the, of the way games are run now right uh because blizzard is well actually there's so many companies that are so heavily involved in esports um it might even be making the community a little lazy to a degree that you just basically rely on blizzard to make your overwatch league and your path to overwatch league you know Stuff like that versus people creating their own, and and people who do create their own. Let's say somebody does create like a, a league outside of contenders and Overwatch League and stuff like that. It might be a little bit difficult to get people to join those leagues because the mindset is different now, you know. So that's yeah. that that I think that that also might be a, a bit of a problem. But if I was him in this reality in this timeline, I would be looking for discords and. Stuff like that of for teams that want to play together and do scrimmages and you know that's how that's really the only way to enjoy Overwatch because you already reached the top of the mountain, you're top fifty. Congratulations. (laughs) What I would say is if he doesn't make six
1: figures in his normal job, then I would say go ahead and just start doing VOD reviews and try and become a coach, and you will get to play high-end Overwatch scrims with your team constantly. Like I mean, if that's if that's something you want to go to, but I mean you're a different situation, Ja. Like I would say you make more than ninety percent of America. And like that's you know that's like that's different than the majority of people that are
0: playing. I was well comparing people who like if you're young, right, right now and you're in top fifty. Uh, it is very viable for you to start your career path right now and try to go into esports. But if you are older, I mean, like even if you're like twenty five or something like that, you've yeah. already started a career path, and it may not be worth it for you to do that. You know, what I'm or saying? you just may not. It may be worth it if you get the right
1: breaks, make the right calls during. You, you know, like, but it is definitely a rockier and more dangerous road than the career path
0: you've taken through college you know that is true but you are able to make do you know take more risks when you have less to lose right you know some of the biggest youtubers some of the uh, biggest podcasters um you know they were able to not everybody right like there are tons of podcasters who did take the jump from having a very nice job to podcasting only so don't get me wrong i'm not saying they all did this but there's a lot let's say especially youtubers and twitch streamers right um big ones they had the time to dedicate all their resources into that one of the issues that i have with twitch right now is that besides my job and the other stuff i do for mash i just don't have the time to dedicate into all that i mean yeah, i can't twitch
1: twitch yeah. subscribers and watchers expect you to be on at least six hours a day six days a week
0: exactly and if you have you know a little less to lose that is something that is very viable but the the for me personally or if you live in your mom's basement right like uh, i said you have a little less to lose but go ahead
2: I was gonna say, if you're gonna make real money doing this kind of thing, you have to treat it as a full-time job. Mm-hmm. It is a full-time job right. uh, for you to do streaming or anything like that, and it's all dependent on whether or not you can get those views, you can get those donations, you can get those subscribers, etc. And right. the only way to do that is to put the time in. But the, the you have to make money somewhere, and if you're older, you have bills to pay, and you got kids like I do. It's like I I, I can't. there's got so that many kids. Time have yeah, so like, many kids. Well, the the
1: more he enjoying, just keeps like, popping
0: about different ladies all <laughs> over the place. Just the, more you, the more you, the more established you are, the more established you are in life, the more risky it is for you to dedicate okay. that time. You know, you just you can't. Just it's, it's just a little bit harder to do. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's there really needs to be an outlet for what I, at the end of the day. What I'm trying to say is, it needs to be an outlet for high level players that want to play at a high level but don't necessarily want to do path to pro you know well um, if he's that's, top
1: 50 though like sorry dude you are at the highest level you are the one percent if you're too old for overwatch league you are amazing so <laughs> i mean there's
0: no there's nowhere to go from there like for that specific case right and mr blue just um made a great point he said he'd argue that's why more europeans are esports athletes. Less risk, greater social safety net, which is which is true. You know, in, in the United States, like we do have, you know, social services, but man, when when you are down, you are on your own. And I don't want to hear anything about the welfare system, because if you want to complain about the welfare system in the United States, you have never been on the welfare system in the United States. You are not balling on welfare. it's, it's, (laughs) it's It's not the dole in England yeah exactly so no like you is absolutely right like you can take that's a whole conversation for another time exactly
1: put it
2: this way um, in America you succeed harder and you fail harder (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's a good point now what I do have an idea that Blizzard can do to help players like this but I just don't know if they would want to dedicate time to it, mainly because the bulk of their players are sitting in gold and platinum, right? Um, like I said, the community, so the SR system, or the competitive system, is at odds with what the community actually wants. However, when you're in the middle of the ranking, you can kind of treat it like a ladder system because you're climbing up, you're falling down, etc. So it's a little bit more acceptable. But I think maybe at some level of Overwatch, Perhaps like after masters, like masters and grandmasters, you can introduce – I'm not saying – actually, originally the idea was to replace competitive. But let's just say we're going to leave the competitive system in place the way it is. They can introduce another uh, competition system that is purely a ladder, right? And the reason why this will be a little bit different than what they have right now is the fact that in a ladder system, you just need to constantly gain – points right let's say every time you lose there's no point there are no points really taken away from you uh, uh and maybe, or in some ladder systems there are um but your main objective is to gain points which means if you're number one on the ladder you can't just stop playing you can't just stop playing because somebody who's number two and number three if they keep playing and they keep winning they're going to take your number one spot so you need to con- you need to keep playing it gives you a reason to keep playing the game even though you're number 1 and i'm thinking maybe the sr system or the current competitive system can be the qualifier for that like yeah, you're, you're like you you're not qualified to play in that competitive system until you've hit masters
1: and you field- know this this is probably a conversation for another episode especially once you work more into diamond um but the freaking uh uh what's it called the system that drops your points if you don't play the uh, decay the system. Decay, system. decay yeah decay the decay system it should go away It is not a good thing at this point. As a
2: former Masters player, I really (laughs) hate you. I
1: am still MMR, (laughs) Masters player. And we will see. I will play sometime this week. We'll report back next week. Uh, We'll see if I place back in the Masters. I mean, High Diamond is the lowest I could place with where I left my MMR. So, but It was at
2: this moment he knew
1: but like up. i've like i've like i've heard other content creators talking about this too and it, and it makes sense especially now that blizzard has made it so you can't be top cuz they did it for the whole top 500 that's the whole reason they put that in is so people couldn't get top 500 and then just sit on it but now that they have you have to do the sms thing to do top 500 then Basically, it fixed the whole problem that they initiated that to start. So why not just take it out? I mean, you could keep it in for Grandmaster players, maybe. But like I don't think there's any reason to keep it for at least Diamond players. At least take it away from Diamond. I think
0: the reason they put the decay system in uh, was because people were Top. hitting a certain rank. Yeah, Top and, 500. It it and, was all about Top, top quiet, 500.
1: Yeah, quiet. it was all about Top 500 and that animated spray, which Ja doesn't give a fuck about. No. <laughs> well, I, I really do But it's, don't. But it's <laughs> animated, man. I, I don't care because I, I who's going to see it
0: <laughs> Are their top 500 players. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think part
2: I think of the problem cool. too that they were seeing is you've experienced this too, Bob, is that finding games at that higher elo is really difficult because there's just not, there's just so few, so many, so, so few players playing at those higher levels. It's really hard to find but, a game and it's a really long queue time and that decay system keeps them playing
1: it doesn't though because when you que- okay so say i had played after i dk down to 3k if i would have queued it would have queued me at 3510 not 3k and so it it presents a whole nother problem of like someone who's really good who took a few weeks off and comes back like they could be they could be top 500 they come back three three weeks later without without playing and they're at three K, but then it still cues them higher. It just it
0: just it just doesn't make sense at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean that does kind of you know, you're you're lower than your MMR, so you're gonna be facing a you know greater challenges and you might lose and I'll bring you down. So that, well, I, it's, I, I do I mean, I it's, see it. I mean it's not even that. It's just I don't see what
3: good it does at this point, especially in diamond. Like, what is the benefit of the decay system to players in that range? Specifically, Bob, you know, yet life happened. You had to move after you hit masters. Right. So now you're forced to not play because you had to miss a few weeks. Yeah, but just had to take see, time off. Yeah, I don't see what good <laughs> it does to have that system in force anymore. right, right. right. Hopefully,
2: they'll listen to this podcast and be like, you know what?
3: They got a point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I got Jeff, to, I, mean, I've said Jeff it I know
1: you're listening. Isn't Papa Jeff up, up, brother?
0: We, <laughs> we, said it, we actually you cap do cap cap? have
1: a few devs that do follow us and, and listen.
0: I've said it before. If they got rid of the current competitive system, I wouldn't shed a tear. Because I still think the beta competitive system was better. It just was harder. It was a harsher system. They would have to make some adjustments, right? Like I think you would still have to have placements that actually mattered, though, because we got to remember at the yeah um, placement games are only
1: just games. You just can't see your SR gain and loss during, but that's why you're never with you know. Although placements used to drop you lower. Yeah. And then they have the, the one where mean, they made you like, higher. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like now they literally are just games. Games. Right. So they still need to have placements that actually matter because what you don't want in the ladder system is at the beginning of every season, lower tier players getting destroyed because they uh because the, the top tier players have to climb over them. So you still have to do placements to a degree, like if if somebody's uh I forget what the highest tier was, but if somebody was in the highest tier in the last season their placements should probably be against people who are also up there no lower are. than one tier below yeah um, and, and, saying, like,
1: i mean and you actually can't queue with people like if i tried to queue like i'm gonna have to just solo queue my games because i don't know anybody maybe i play maybe that's home during thrill. the day well, well just that like like, I like since I ended MMR Masters, it won't let me queue with anybody within 500. So, right. I can't queue with any Platts doing placements. And that's that something happened. they kind of stealth patched, what? too, like a uh, couple of months ago. That yeah. even happened what? when I first switched to PC.
3: Um, I was playing Maja on my uh, second account. And we had a couple that of That guys- you bought
1: right after you placed your first account?
3: Yeah, that one. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, it wouldn't let me queue with people that were playing in silver during my first placements. So my MMR put me in that diamond level after, I think, two placement games. And then after, I think, like six or seven, it let me queue with those people again. Right. So,
0: well, yep. I mean, remember, I'm talking about, like, I'm not talking about what's happening now. I'm talking about if they went like back to a system that like it wasn't beta. Because in beta, everybody started at zero. Uh, and it was basically just a mad dash to get the ladder kind of shaken out. What I'm saying that they would have to make a change so that, you know, players who ended in the top tier could not play, would not place with players in the you know, lowest tier again. That That's what I was saying. But I think that will be, it will be more fulfilling if you had a, if you had that style of competitive system versus what you have right now, you know, right. So or it even something
2: be, like a set number of slots, you know, based on how many people are playing the game in total, you know, in each elo or something like that. Right. Exactly. I guess that would be a ladder system, actually.
0: But that is a ladder system, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know why they really went so far away from what they've done in the past. Like, I thought the the system they had in StarCraft was great. I thought it was perfectly fine. Like that was actually a ladder system. Like you can go into your StarCraft rankings and see what your rank is in your division. You know. Well, Unfortunately, I think the SR system works,
1: dot, 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 for DPS. I don't think it works for tanks and support. I really don't. I think it fails tanks and supports, and that's where I think it lacks. DPS, I've seen just mechanically skilled gods Like, go 10 games on a new account, and by game five, they're queuing in diamond, and by game 10, they're queuing in top 500. Right. But I mean, that's deep, that's DPS. I've not seen any like a chat and listeners write into us if you can show us visual evidence of somebody doing this, but somebody playing a tank or a support and doing a new account. And doing that same thing, that's where I, th- I think the SR system fails. I think the SR system fails tanks and supports and really works well for DPS.
0: Then it fails two-thirds of the game, and it's a failing yep. system. Definitely. For sure. For sure. That's definitely my opinion. Now, saying that, I do believe that that may get better in the future because of what blizzard is doing with artificial intelligence you know they announced it like two blizzcons ago but they are working heavily on artificial intelligence and if they do have like an artificial observer in the game that can better determine that you're making big plays or you're doing very well with your character um that may get better but let's be i mean and the reality of the situation right now is that if your team wins you should get points if your team loses you should get points because it is a team game you could be an excellent tank and because you're not being supported properly you your stats don't show it you could be an excellent healer but if you're not being supported properly your stats don't show it so you know sounds like, like for some example, of the blizzard
2: devs have been playing with python too much
0: <laughs> so for example like my uh my my low account uh my practice account my Zen Yada, like, cause like we were messing around with the Omnic Meta um, ranking system today or stats today. That account is number five in deaths on Omnic Meta for stats right now. Number five in deaths. That's the same character that I play on my Diamond character right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm dying more in gold than I'm in than in Diamond or let's let's call it high plat. I'm dying more in di- in gold than in in Diamond high plat. You know whose fault is that i'm the same person guess who's changed <laughs> you know it, it is such a it is such a uh, heavily heavy team game that you know trying to really you know figure out somebody's individual rank is going to be pretty difficult
3: sure it's so um, not those uh god tier genjis in gold oh yeah those
0: god tier gold genjis that get headshot when they come around uh but let's go ahead and move into the healer meta because we've been putting this off for like two weeks we're gonna talk for two weeks in a row and then we just ran out of time because of other topics but um you know 1.2 uh 1.27 came out a few weeks ago and once again everybody was just predicting the death of mercy is not the death of mercy now she has definitely been seeing uh she was definitely hurt a little bit by it but I gotta be honest with you, she's still one of those characters who, if my picks her, I, I still like to see her. So, um... According to Omnic Meta, because this is all information from OmnicMeta.com, thanks to SwitchFox for always putting these together. Uh, output from the healers. It looks like Anna has got a 6% boost in output, which, you know, could be helped by the uh, that nano boost that she has now. I mean, mm-hmm. nano boost is a saver. That's like a I don't even know what to call it because, like, you could have somebody on the ropes and then boom, they get nano boost. And if it's a Reinhardt, you're right there already. You're kind of fucked. It's like an instant
3: winstone uh, yeah. for anyone that you want to have. Yeah,
0: yeah pretty much. So uh, yeah, Anna uh, and the nano boost at six percent. Then sorry, not the nano boost, but her healing output is increased by six percent. Lucio had a twelve percent increase uh, in his healing output. And Mercy's healing output has been decreased by about 8%. But it looks like Switch Fox was actually expecting it to be um, 16%. So it, it's not as bad as he expected. Uh, but another thing that they he did note in the report was that her boosted damage had gone down by 24%, probably because she has to heal more now. So yeah.
1: And she can't heal as quickly. And honestly, I don't. I'm with you. I don't think she's bad now i yeah, no. I th- I think that she's just not a must pick which is great that's yeah, that's she- that's great but like the community everybody's saying mercy's trash now sorry dude you were wrong she's and not. i wish the overwatch league was here right now to <laughs> prove it to you so i didn't have to say it but just in listen terms, to me
0: in terms of think about mercy right i think in terms of healers and this is speculation this is me based off of observation she probably has one of the higher survival rates yeah she can
1: jump to especially if you're a dive like she could jump to any to any person on the map she she can get high ground she can get low ground depending on your team she has reserve yeah. fucking wrecked like when i yeah
0: it i mean she just she is still good when I play Hammond, she's probably the only healer that I won't go after directly unless I really think I can get I can kill her. Like I Yeah, going to fly away? I have to look at her health before I, I pile drive her. I have to look at her health so that I'm like if she's at full health, she's gonna fly away while she's in the air. Everybody else, they gotta come back down to start moving. So like Lucio, Anna, Zanyana, fuck those guys mercy nah i'm out like you know it doesn't make much sense to do i think the reason anna's jumped up so much
1: is just is just because people wanted to go back and play her she's fun as fuck to play like people wanted to play her again and so they use these nerfs and buffs as an excuse to do it anna still could have worked in comps before i got beat by anna Plenty of times before any of these 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 buffs and nerfs came through, before the whole support meta, Anna was still kicking ass in fucking diamond and masters. Like
0: she was, I, I would say Anna yeah, was still you know a what good I mean? character. Like, but it's just but now it's perception
1: but, is what it is.
0: But now she's even a bit more effective because of was Nanobo- like, for example, I'm telling a story. It's
1: definitely, a the Nano
0: Boost heal is huge. So we were playing on. Um, I was playing on anubis it was on anubis and uh the temple of anubis and we were coming down to the final seconds of the game um our team gets into a brawl you know when the uh, if you were defending the room to the right or that area to the right underneath two archways um some of our teammates go in there they kill two of them but they actually end up getting killed and it's just me and Reinhardt left, and um, there's a Widowmaker on their team who is she's hitting all of her shots, hitting all of her shots. So like I'm like really close to the Reinhardt, try, in, inside like oh, on the high ground in an area where Widow can't shoot because I know as soon as I come out she's gonna fuck me up. So as uh, the, the enemy team is coming into that room where the health pack is, they have a Pharah. Farah shoots her. Uh, her knockback and it knocks me back and I go into the view of the widow and (laughs) as I'm in the air right as I'm coming into the view of the widow I get my ultimate I hit Q on Reinhardt and I die but then we win because he's just able to go in and kill those three people that were in there
1: you know and he was probably half life you brought him back like that 300 heal makes like it really it turned the ultimate from Anna into just a one situation thing where you have to set that shit up it made it so you could use it in an oh shit situation and so now you have it as an extra oh shit button and it's
0: huge because it just makes her more versatile it doesn't right. you actually have to really pay attention to when she has it now right because I, I've made note to teammates before, like, yo, Anna, I'm pretty sure she has her ultimate, try not to get into a brawl with that Reinhardt. Because what ends up happening is that people will go in, the Reinhardt will get hurt, the Reinhardt will turn around, people will start trying to, like, knock the Reinhardt down. And now you have four people closing in on a Reinhardt, only to have the Reinhardt get nano and he, now everybody's in his range. <laughs> you
1: four, know, and they get fucked you know, up. Or even you can go the other side and Genji, I better And like everybody turns one more time everybody turns, shoots him, right? He's at four he's at four health. You almost just negated his whole ult. Boom! Anna hits him full full health. He's swinging that blade around. She can heal him even easier oh crap you know when before it was an awesome play because anna went ahead and shot him and he was already super low and then you took him out it's no big deal yeah yeah.
0: and the thing about it it, right i'm sorry i just i
1: dude i do want to say one thing ryu Hong has to be like fuck you overwatch because that is the one of the best Anna players ever. They had to go all through season one with Anna being trash. Because
3: <laughs> Anna is so good too. I love watching him play on uh, Dude, he's so Ana good. Mera, he he, goes there he
1: has to just be like fuck you, Overwatch <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard.
0: But go ahead, Kendra, what are we gonna say?
2: Oh, I was just gonna say in the new ultimate, it goes it goes back to that whole thing of Playing support and tank is enabling your DPS to do their fucking job. Uh, because, like, whenever you go in as Reaper to do your, you know, you do the whole Beyblade thing, used to be that, it, you know, if he took half damage and you nano them, you had to be on, on that healing quick. Or, you know, if there's enemies around them, then you're shooting the enemies trying to heal him and he just dies or something like that. Or same thing with your your same thing with your Reinhardt. You got to be on right. that healing, you got to nade him immediately. And it just leaves you focused on one single thing. Now it gives your DPS or whoever you're nanoing a lot more leeway to do that job, to do what you're trying to do. Uh and it's just that little bit of extra slack is game changing. Yep. And, and enabling your DPS is what it's all about. And it goes with her kit with burst healing is what she's all about. And I like it.
0: And I'm I'm curious to see what the counterplay to it. Uh, what they're going to do, if they're going to introduce more counterplay. Cause right now um, one of the, there's always like, you know, uh, let's say may freezing our Reinhardt as he is, is a, uh, you know, nanoed or something like that. We have our regular nano counters, but now with the health boost that presents another problem. The only way that I've seen to counter that the health boost, um, like, well, Bob, said, so let's say Genji has four health left. And now, let's be. Let's say, what is the, Let's say he has um seventy five health left. Right. The only way to counter the the nano boost in terms of giving him his health back is to anti him right before the the Anna actually nanos. Or like you, what I know what I've done successfully like once or twice is that I'll hear the Genji alt. And I will nano him so that the an- other Anna just decides not to waste it. <laughs> you know? Like, she decides not to waste it because, you know, he's she, he won't be able to get the health boost. He's going to die anyway. Kind of like the old nano would have. It would have been a, like, a waste of time. Um, but that's the only counterplay I've really seen yeah, for that is, element. Which I is mean, playing I, the I, same character. I think really counter. the...
2: I think really the best thing, the best way to think of it in terms of that is counterplay those ults like you would if they weren't nanoed for the most part. Oh, like, yeah. like The, Zen, the like best Zen. counterplay to a ulting Genji this nanoed is stay out of range, stop his resets. Uh, for Reinhardt, it's get the fuck out of the way or try to CC him, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, you're, you're right. I mean, like the overall strategy for Genji uh, yeah, countering his ultimate is making sure he doesn't get the dash resets. But any Genji worth his salt is going to, you know, put himself in a position to get those dash resets. Uh, So you have to look at something like um, Zenyatta ulting and just following the Genji around. I love that shit. Oh, I love doing that. When Genji ults, I just pop my ultimate. I just follow his ass around. Like, no, you're not getting rid of me, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, but other stuff like, you know, sleeping the Genji, knocking him down. You know stuff like that. So the same the same ways you would counter it before, like CC CCing Genji while he's uh or CCing anybody while they're nanoed is a great way to 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 to, to you know counter that. But I'm talking about like for that health boost aspect of it, like that right. the only counterplay I've really seen to it is the fucking. <laughs> is this right, and,
2: and, and, and it may be one of those things that just doesn't necessarily need counterplay. It just actually, gives them more viability with their ult, which is what it's supposed to do as an ability anyway. Right. You know, I don't think it's so broken and overpowered that it doesn't need to be in the game. I think it's healthy. Well,
0: oh, I don't think I didn't say it doesn't need to be in the game. I just think you know, actually that
1: Now that we're talking about it, there isn't. Anna's the only really true counterplay to it. So with this being said, you just changed my mind. I think they're going to nerf it. I think they're going to nerf it to 150 health.
0: Maybe. I mean, well, the thing is, like, I I don't think that it needs to be removed from the game. You know, yeah, I don't think it needs um, to be removed. I think it's a good thing, but just, now
1: that we're talking about it, I think 300 health is a little bit over crazy.
0: The thing, and the, I the bet thing you about, they
1: nerf it to 150.
0: A thing about that ultimate right is it. It is it is a a table flipper. Right, it is an instantaneous situation changer. You can be doing the right thing in terms of taking down a Reinhardt collectively, and then all of a sudden, the tables have completely turned. And yep. you're all in danger because you're so close to Reinhardt. Yeah, but know? that goes back to game sense. I think that does it, go if you, back you have to game proper sense.
2: game sense, you know she has that ult, you have to respect that ult. And that goes completely back to playing the game as a team, having that game sense, knowing, using that information to your advantage. But see, or, uh, I think you have I to think, play differently around the Reinhardt when you know Ana has ult.
1: I think actually, with this conversation, I really do think they're going to nerf it. So. That focus fire will still take care. Will still take care of it, and 300 health focus fire doesn't matter. After after they've been nanoed and then nated and then, you know, like, but I think dropping it to 150 could actually could actually help make it so there's counterplay to it. That's something I hadn't uh, that, that I hadn't thought about, John. Ja. That was a good point. Leaving that yeah. 150
3: health in. Uh- the lower tiers of play, teams aren't gonna focus that down fast enough. So I mean, at three hundred, no one's gonna die, you know, between like gold and lower uh with that I extra mean, boost.
0: Perhaps reduce like could the damage reduction on nano, maybe reduce, like bring that down a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a no, that's an okay idea too, because that
0: damage reduction is rough. Yeah, because with yeah. nano and rightfully so, I would say the only really, op- only real option you have is to let it burn it, like, like, like you know, burn out. Uh, let some let you run away from the person, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, like broken that. ass, bone core. It is now. That's something about balancing counterplay, right? You don't want to have a counterplay that makes it so that any time somebody uses move, you do this thing. Boom! It's done. It needs to be skillful. Like if you are in range of a Reinhardt, that is. Nanoed because he gets nanoed instantaneously while you guys almost kill him. The counterplay would have to be something pretty skillful, you know. Then again, I mean, like you know, like um, you know, I, I, again, another counterplay to a nanoed person is putting them to sleep. But then you got to worry about your teammates waking them up immediately, you yeah. know. Which many many the uh, most of the time many deaths have happened because you put somebody to sleep yeah. and all of a sudden junk rat's mind just. Ding,
1: Ding, yeah, ding, ding, guys, that <laughs> happens in, in high diamond. Like, unless sure. you're playing with a full six deck and Anna's calling it out and saying, don't sleep or don't wake up, sleep target. Like, don't get mad at your team for waking up the sleeping target because most of the time, Anna's not telling them in no. a timely fashion to where they can actually react to it. It's extremely rare to not wake up someone who's sleeping. But, Either way, sleep still was awesome because they laid down and they had to stand back up and they had to do all that animation before they could do anything else. So just be right. happy that that happened and yeah. thank your Anna for hitting the shot.
2: Yeah. Or, if, or if you play like me, especially if I'm playing Roadhog, uh, an Ulting Ryan is a prime hook target. You may die, but your team will survive. <laughs> you pull them away from the team, just like chug your chug your uh, pimp juice and just.
0: Take the hits, man. <laughs> yeah, try to get the fuck out of there.
3: What if instead yeah. of the uh, healing, if a nano gave a boost to a shield similar to like Lucio's ult? So it gave like a 300 burst of shield that kind of dwindled down. So you got to really know when to nano and, you know, if it's going to be worthwhile. So then
1: you could, yeah, you could wait. That yeah. would be, that would definitely be counterplay. That would make that it would more counterplay worthy. you know? like You wouldn't
3: have to nerf it. That It's a bit of a nerf, but it's still... You give someone a boost of that three hundred shield. They need to be and then, in and out. They can't yeah. just stay there. And that would
1: still give me the. That also you need helps to Ada, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like that also because because it's health. The other team gets uh, gets old uh, ult, old uh, ult charge from it. Right. If it was shields, mm-hmm. the other team wouldn't get old mm-hmm. charge from it. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea.
0: Yeah, the only thing I would only. They're playing devil's advocate here. There will be complaints uh from Anna players that Sombra with a regular ability can just completely negate that. But that's
1: um, what you were just talking about. That's the more counter counters. Yeah, that's the counter- counterplay yeah. too. Yeah, that's
0: exactly well, like,
1: That's perfect.
0: Yeah, no, I I am not saying just put counter play for the sake of counterplay. I think for an ultimate, the counterplay for the ultimate has to be well, it should be, I should say. Skillful. And that's one thing that Overwatch really excelled at in the beginning, and uh, we've kind of seen it dwindle a little bit, you know? But yeah, like, uh, Asambra, putting everything together, right? If a Reinhardt is nanoed, let's take Reinhardt, for example, Um, he's not going to be running with his shield up. He's going to be running forward, swinging, and shit like that. sombra with her distance on hack, with how fast it happens, with how uh, low the CD is on it, I think that's too easy of a counterplay. That completely strips the shields away, you know.
1: But, yeah, but usually, but, you're going they, in but with- she still, but
0: that target still has all that damage so- and true. Touche has the damage and it has the uh, the damage reduction. So Mm -hmm. it's a good point.
2: And if you're going in as a team with this, you know, you initiate with the nano boost, then Sombra can be a prime target for you as a team. Like, all right, when we go in there, you need to focus Sombra so she can't get a hack off. Even just think of damage will stop. Yeah, It's
3: similar to Mech and and Diva before you use a soldier. All right. We need to take care of Sombra before we nano our Ryan, so she can't take care of that. You know, that goes more to the team play of
1: it. I mean, even as And it if it's is, not enough, boost. you could still, you could still give Anna's Nano Boost the speed boost back. If like if, if it's too big of a nerf to do the shields, you could add that speed burst back. You know, like mm. you could still change it a little bit. I'd rather not. I think, dude, <laughs> I think,
4: dude, <laughs> dude,
1: uh, dude. I think the shield idea is on point.
0: That is my. Opinion. That's a good idea. So, I mean, reality though, if if you're listening to Watchpoint Radio for a bit of information, my advice to you is to treat Anna the way Genji treats Zenyatta when Genji has his ultimate. A decent Genji will kill Zenyatta or make sure Zenyatta is dead before he uses his ultimate. Mm -hmm. Um, The situation I'm talking about, like that being used as a prime example where you go in on a Reinhardt and you almost have him dead and then bam, he gets nanoed and kills everybody. To avoid that, ultimately before you make your push anna has got to be dead that means your flankers need to be doing their job or if anna moves out of position she needs to be punished that's what you got to do right now right but
2: and, and, as we were talking about with the uh, shield idea even now Sombra's a bit of a counter to nano boost mean, um, you're looking for the counterplay uh that not to every situation with nano boost but to a lot of them uh and a uh sombra hack is a very good option very true very true
3: yeah, so, Genji ain't resetting shit if he gets act.
4: Yeah, uh-huh. so yeah, he's <laughs> just
0: gonna be. Like, oh man, a 300, <laughs> yeah, can't even a, jump It's can Three
3: hundred HP Genji yeah. just standing there.
2: All right, It's yeah, <laughs> a two to one ult trade too. If you, even uh, if you use your sum roll, it's a two to one. If you don't, then it's a two for nothing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we're gonna start uh, closing up. We're we're gonna move the wrecking ball analysis to to next week. Um, cause yeah, these topics have been going pretty good i just go a little bit more a lot longer than we expect but you know that's how we roll here at watchpoint radio apparently and uh we're getting more people listening so people must like it so <laughs> uh but yeah no community questions this week That's partially my fault because i kind of forgot to ask but god damn it community it's on you to provide community questions you got questions we got answers i don't know if you're gonna like them <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, got answers you, to you your can questions. just
1: uh hit us up on Twitter at watchpoint
0: Radio exactly then again like i said this last week was a really trying for me uh in terms of uh some for some real life stuff that was happening so uh, somebody could have asked the question i could have just missed it so if that was the case i gotta look at your questions
3: um, well now all your questions can be answered by not only a masters player but a diamond player as well yeah
1: there you go so much credibility right <laughs> oh now. yeah and a non-screenshot diamond player as well yeah you know what I, I gotta <laughs>
2: it's in the Discord somewhere in the yeah discord. I will find it. It's like
3: forever ago though. i to
0: have to find it now. <laughs> Thank you guys um, so much. <laughs> so no community questions. The game show episode. I think we have three contestants now. We have uh F and uh Fly you know FYN Flood or Finn Flood, sorry, uh Death Squad OG and Big Juicy Hog. They're gonna be our three contestants. Uh, We're gonna organize the best way to handle that very soon. So hopefully, um, I'll have some information for you guys. And you know, if you're still interested in getting on the game show episode, I'm pretty sure, unless this goes really, really bad, which I don't think it will, uh, we'll have more after this. Um, Do it. We didn't do a community episode last month because we just kind of you know thought about it doing it uh, you know for the first time last month. Um, But we're gonna do one this month we're going to work on when it's going to get recorded and to be honest with you it doesn't have to be recorded all at the same time like you, if you come on the community episode you don't have to have a topic that we talk about for an hour even if you you know come up with something that you want to talk about and we only talk about for 15 minutes 30 minutes um whatever or even you know, we can, five or even five we can still pair that with another with another community, you know, topic from directly from the audience. That's what the community episodes are for, guys. So if you haven't been listening, um, the community episodes, because we cover community topics on the show all the time. But the community episodes, we're gonna have we want community members to come on and we're gonna, you know, they'll bring on something they want to talk about and they can discuss it with us. That's what we're gonna be doing. So yeah, we will be uh yeah, you know, we're going to record one for September. Hopefully, we'll have it out by the end of September, even if we put together segments. Okay. So uh, right now we have one person that definitely wants to join in on the community episode. If you want to join in a community episode, uh, shoot either shoot me a tweet, shoot me a message on Discord, something, and you know we'll go ahead and you know we'll we'll see about getting you on. All right. There is an Xbox game night this week, September uh, on Friday, September seventh. I don't know what the start time is. I'm gonna say nine p m eastern but I would if you wanna be in the xbox game that I highly suggest you either hop in the discord and hop in the xbox game night chat and uh you know look for um uh, look for Mellow yeti there or you can also join the xbox Club watch radio overwatch and post in there and you can get the information But I believe it is gonna be at nine o'clock bob you got any uh, events? I do
1: not know of any game nights from any other uh, podcast besides ours here. Like I don't know if you like if you guys have game nights, you can always send them out to me, and we might uh, mention them here on the show. But yeah, I don't think anything's going on. I know Calvary game night will be next weekend, but not this weekend.
0: Okay. All right. Uh in terms of prepare to attack, our latest episode is out Brigitte. Uh she's out and uh, the results New are in. I know a lot of people like the is episode. It, is that how you pronounce
3: yep. it, Kinder? I'm not I have no
2: Kinder, fucking clue, how do
0: apparently.
2: you pronounce <laughs> it? <laughs> you pronounce
1: it baguette. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like my uh sounded like my ginge
0: old there. If you want to get the joke, listen to the episode. But yeah, the latest episode, "Prepared to Attack," is out. We do have we have some other episodes in the works uh, for some other characters. So you know, keep an eye out for that. Of course, you know we'll mention them on this show. Uh, if you are not here with us on the live stream, we do stream every Tuesday. We try to stream at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've been starting at 9:30 recently. That's all my fault. 100% my fault. So uh yeah, we're gonna we're trying to get back on track at nine PM Eastern. Um we wanna hear about your Overwatch stories, so send them to us. We'll get into our contact info a little bit later. I already mentioned that we have an Xbox One Club, but we also have a PS4 community, which is the same name, Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. If you play on PS4, you know, join up. And when we do PS4 game nights, you know, I'll we'll try to hop in there and then you know we can all play together. And I mentioned earlier we have a Discord, which is Discord.me slash those buttons. So, you know, please join us there. And, you know, we want to uh, always talk about our friends over at Heroes of Overwatch. It's a great Facebook group if you're on Facebook uh, for fans of Overwatch. uh, Whether you just want to keep up on news or you want to check out the latest memes, you know, check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. You can uh, catch us on Twitter.com slash WatchPointRadio. And um, you guys want to give out your social media info? Why don't you go ahead and go first, big guy?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N underscore B O B. You can find the plethora of shows I do there.
2: You can also find his alternate Twitter account at Ryujin no Kenwo Kurai. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Kuraz. Uh, that's how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me on twitter at NerfKinderPlus pls uh and are fucking bragging out Discord's still going uh, it's discord.me slash bragging out i don't i don't know what's going on with the show i still don't have a clue
1: <laughs> you have a a walled host
0: correct
2: i mean it's not entirely his fault but
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey if you want to record with somebody You just let me know. I'll make some time for you, baby. I'll get your ass on Fragging Out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Last time we were on Fragging Out, it was whiskey,
1: and it was trouble. (laughs) <laughs> check out, check out the archives,
2: guys.
1: Oh man, we'll It'll
2: just be a drunk WPR, is what it'll be. <laughs> well,
0: we can say we can have a no Overwatch rule on fragging out because it's supposed to be a general show. Yeah, game, right? yeah, yeah dude, that's what We were we, talking about yeah. special two,
2: and then just kind of ban on it. I'll come oh, too. I don't give a shit. We'll do it right now. right after the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, do it live. right now.
2: Fucking live. live, Bill O'Reilly style.
0: Yeah. And uh how about you dude? what's your uh, social?
3: yeah, you can catch me on twitter at uh the dude abides underscore b uh you can catch me in the mash uh discord channel. If you have any suggestions <laughs> on prepare to attack uh feel free to shoot' them my way. We got a lot of stuff coming up, hopefully sooner than later, so.
0: Oh, yeah. Like w- every time I play in gold, I'm like, I got to get this shit done. Like, I got to get this shit out because they need <laughs> to know. They need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Every time I play on my practice account, I get motivation <laughs> to do more stuff or prepare to attack. So it's on the way.
3: That was me this weekend. Anna's not a main healer. We need a main healer. What'd you say? I, I-, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking walk, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you can I find ain't me gonna on comment on that. You can find me on Twitter at Church of Ja. Um, you can also find me here on twitch.tv slash smash those buttons. I, I streamed this uh Sunday because I've been was, I was trying to do. It. I'm trying to stream have a personal stream every Sunday and Monday. I was able to stream Sunday, and you guys see me die a lot playing nightmare mode doom and get stuck on a puzzle. Um and uh Monday because I broke the Nationals buttons website several times I was not able to stream um so I'm going to try to be more steady with the streaming on those days we do stream on Thursdays uh our WPR um you know weekly stream last week it, we just played some quick play um with with uh with players and this week well, we're going to play comp this week so um, let's do it yeah I mean, if you want, like, if you guys want to, we could invite a few listeners in to play there. You know, especially if they're in lower tiers, and we could play, uh, you know, six stack if if we can get enough people. Do you have an account so, for me to use? That's right. Oh well, no, you...
1: no, no! That's that. That's against the Blizzard. Never mind. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is against terms of service. Ooh, I have an account. Shame, you can't Bob. use Bob. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he just has to find the password for it.
0: Yeah, we'll get we'll get something worked out, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be we do stream every Thursday. Actually, on Twitter today, I, I just put, that by the way. I put a um, <laughs> I put a suggestion out that I would do on stream if you guys want to, but it will be a stream of me going through the Blizzard Striptease. forums and Reddit posts and just replying <laughs> to to Blizzard posts I like, posted the Blizzard forums. So if you want to see direct responses or perhaps like. My direct responses to when I'm reading a forum post for the first time, you know, let me know. I have a <laughs> I have a um a poll up on Twitter to see if people actually want to see that shit. So yeah, um, it'll be I'm on this new Check YouTube it channel out at Talks Twitter chocolate Twitter.com dot <laughs> com slash Church of Jaw. Yeah, Twitter.com slash Church of Jaw. Let me know what you think. Um yeah, like I said earlier, we want to hear your stories, so you know, definitely send them over to us. Whether you reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook, actually, don't 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 reach out to us on Facebook um, or SoundCloud. Uh, you yeah, can reach that's us actually a really bad idea. Yeah, you can reach out to us on WPR at mashthosebuttons.com. Uh, for those who do follow the Facebook page, I am looking for more ways to engage with Facebook, but they make it so hard. They really do make it hard, which uh, yeah. is why we've really been cutting back on what we're doing with Facebook. I mean, literally we can't even access an eighth of our audience without paying for it. I mean, I can understand that I can understand reaching additional people, you know what I'm saying? But we can't even reach the people who follow our page, you know? So why the fuck will we engage with Facebook? You know? So, um, yeah, there's my little Facebook rant for the podcast. <laughs> Just hire Russian bots.
3: You'll get all the all the feedback you need.
0: True. So um, <laughs> if you want to help the show, uh, <laughs> the best way to do so is to share the show with others and also to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take your support further, you can become a patron. Just go to patreon.com slash watchpointradio. And your support there is, it is helping already on the backside. Trust me. And we're working on things to that, we're, that we really hope will help the community. So if you want to help with the patron, uh, Patreon, that's great. Like I said, it's patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. We also have a Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash store slash mash those buttons, uh, which I am looking to increase a couple of things in there. So be on the lookout and uh also you can become a twitch subscriber and uh you know help us increase our uh twitch presence and we really do appreciate that bob with the product placement with the cup right there for everybody on stream and yeah i encourage you guys to uh you know stay tuned after the show to see and hear about our other shows and that's pretty much it thanks a lot guys thanks for sticking around and we'll catch you next week later taters
3: thanks everyone
0: Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the mashthosebuttons.com website, grab the RSS feed, and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should check out mashosbuttons.com slash shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division 2, make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest at Mash Those Buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, and youtube.com slash buttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community, so just go to discord.me slash mashthosebuttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.